0: Excuse me, what do you mean by you, though? So? What does that mean? Yeah, mean nothing. Even, even you don't even know what you meant by you. Don't mean nothing. Joey, that meant something. You mentioned Tommy, you mentioned Salve, you mentioned you. You included you with them. You could have said anybody, but you said you and them. You really let this girl ruin your life. Look at you. She really did some job on you. Know how fucking nuts you are. Look what she did to you. You fucked my wife. What? You fucked my wife. Hello, everybody. Uh, Welcome to So What'd You Think? This is a movie podcast show where me and a guest will come on and we will discuss a movie that we have just seen for the very first time, and we're giving our immediate reactions right after. Uh, This week, I'm joined with Jonah. Why don't you say hi to everybody? Hello. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Uh, So the movie we watched this week was Raging Bull, uh, which came out in 1980, uh, directed by Martin Scorsese, uh, with Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci uh written by paul schrader really just stacked uh right. one of yeah. scorsese's most famous movies i think yeah um yeah uh so we'll start off with some spoiler free thoughts and yeah. then we'll go into it um but yeah so Jenna,
1: what <laughs> so do you think um well definitely i mean as far as the scorsese goes definitely did not disappoint you know just amazing storytelling amazing cinematography some incredible sequences you know um definitely there's just something about Scorsese where he just tells a story you know and it's like a character from start to finish and you just see you know certain parts of their life if not (laughs) their whole life and um it's just incredible you just watch someone go from one point to another and everything that happens along the way I mean yeah definitely an intense experience but Yeah, intense is a very good word, I think, to describe this movie. Afterward, I think we're just like, whoa.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, No, this movie's great. It's really just more of a character study of uh, Jake Lomato, which is uh, Robert De Niro's character. Yeah. And just, like, it spanned, like, 17 years of his life. Right. And it was a dramatic transformation on his, like, on De Niro's part, too, acting. Like, he must have gained a significant amount of weight by the end. Physically,
1: emotionally, like, mentally. Yeah. yeah, You just see him, like, totally transform and the reasons why he does you know and it's very it's laid out everything is there for you to just kind of absorb and take in and be like okay like here we are you know yeah. um yeah yeah um
0: yeah and it's just really it delves into like his psyche of like what it means to be a boxer i feel like right. and like how that influences his personal life and right. we'll talk about that a lot more i think yeah. that's a really interesting idea that <laughs> yeah. this whole movie really revolves around um yeah. Definitely. Yeah, this movie is really God. good. I think, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is not like a hot take at all. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, and I, I, I very like,
1: enjoyed this film. Another like amazing aspect of it is that he uses Joe Pesci in so many movies. De Niro, you know, it's like mm-hmm. these same guys, and yet their characters seem so different in every movie, but yet you're kind of, if you've seen his other films, you're, like, somewhat familiar, and there's some parallels you can make. Right, like Joe Pesci
0: just character getting angry. Yeah,
1: totally, (laughs) like, throughout the movie. And so you feel, like, not necessarily that you can relate, but that it's easier to kind of see what's going on and kind of, you know, like, align yourself with the story a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, But also a lot of just, like... Intense emotion all the way through. Like, there was not one moment where it wasn't kind of tense feeling, and mm-hmm. just like you really felt like you were right there, like in his kitchen, in his living room, like in the ring. I mean,
0: yeah, no, I mean, I was, yeah, you definitely are like invested in this story. Like, yeah. there was not a moment where I was like, when is this movie going to be over? Like, right. you're so interested in his character and where he's going to go and like yeah. how he gets to the point. Yeah. Because they kind of use this as a frame narrative a little bit mm-hmm. with how he starts as like whenever it is 1957 he's right. older yeah. and then it cuts back and like right. we were saying right after the movie yeah. like, we didn't even realize that was right. De Niro because right. it was such a huge transformation yeah. which is like really fascinating I think
1: oh, yeah. Um, and then you start and you have no idea what's going on and they take you all the way back and then you work your way through and then you're like okay here we are and I thought it was really interesting I mean because his character is going through so much and obviously is such a bold character but I was like you don't get the background completely into why he is the way he is, right? Mm -hmm. So you only get what happens in the movie to kind of piece it together which I felt like at the end I was still trying to figure out okay but why is he the way he is, you know like why is there just all this like aggression and anger towards everyone in his life and he's just like kind of i don't want to spoil anything
0: though yeah 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 no i agree because i didn't actually really think about that but it, it really is only like the, the 16 17 years that they
1: show in this film right there's never like a flashback to his childhood right. like exactly what That's makes kind of him the man he is exactly like, like kind of what you're expecting there to be is like something to kind of get you up to speed to like okay here right. we it's are. not like and a good like, fella's where right. there's like this exactly. whole yeah exactly. feel, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah which is most definitely done on purpose, yeah. which is kind of interesting right. why he chose to do it that way. Yeah. Um, huh? God. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we can start getting into, uh, spoilers. Um, not that i have like a huge spoiler to say right at the beginning right. but um yeah so if you haven't listened to the movie yeah. uh go watch it it's really definitely. good oh my uh, God. it's a classic yeah and come back and then come listen to this podcast yeah <laughs> yeah definitely because there's a lot to talk about For um, sure. but yeah uh one of the first things i've written down i just want to mention the nose yeah um oh my <laughs> so i guess it is based on a true story which we did look up afterward right and it's based on his memoir jake Lamada's memoir right um so he must have just had a big nose. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, I was, and it's kind of like, you, you know, at first you're like, okay, he's younger. Like, I mean, at least my age, like we didn't see De Niro in his like early movies. So it's mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe that's just like, uh, but then you're like, no, you get the close ups and you're like, okay, no, there's just no way. I mean, you can almost like see right. it just like plastered on there. Yeah. It, it didn't I look was funny, super but, great. Yeah. It, it, I don't
0: know. And maybe I just I'm maybe, so familiar with like what De Niro looks like right. in real life that I was like right. that's not his nose
1: yeah yeah <laughs> like, I, he's so young he's got yeah. the Jufro and everything but I mean like yeah I, I was trying to like see if there was a connection between like he's a boxer maybe he's like just like has yeah, his nose was, got like, messed, messed up because, right, yeah, because yeah, yeah, of so yeah. many fights or who knows what but yeah. yeah that could also be maybe part of it I don't yeah, know It just like but it definitely stood out, it for stood sure. out.
0: <laughs> yeah I just had to mention that yeah um uh, we can talk about. There's many, many scenes that are memorable. Like I was, oh my I was God. like, as it was at, as after a scene would happen, I yeah. would like write it down. Like, oh, that's like the yeah. most memorable scene. Right? And then, like, yeah. there was like seven
1: of them. Of course, yeah. It <laughs> just kept <laughs> happening. we like, okay, this is the one. This is the one. And I mean, definitely the fight scenes were just like, yeah, they were filmed extremely well. I thought just like capturing. The moments and the impacts and you kind of felt like you were mm-hmm. the one getting punched and you have the lights flashing from the cameras yeah. in the stadium and that was definitely like used to like match up with the punches and just like mm-hmm. but I thought the big one that stood out was his last fight against Sugar Ray I think mm-hmm. that was his name yeah, where it was just like really really intense and then he's yes. just getting like pummeled basically yep. and, and then I mean Th- that scene really stood out for me and then he's like so messed up you're like seeing Sugar yeah. Ray like through his like totally messed up eye and it's just like oh my god but yes. that sequence yeah. was like that, that was probably my favorite scene yeah, of the whole thing sure. I mean for there's sure. there's
0: a few that I'll name off but that yeah. one where he, he ended up losing he loses that fight Yeah, and it's like it's so, like, surreal in yeah. that moment. Like, yeah. it's, like, they use that effect where they, like, that fisheye effect, you yeah. know, they kind of have, like, exactly. I don't know, like, Hitchcock would always use it right. and, like, right. Spielberg and stuff, Yeah, but it's, like, it. it's, like, he's coming at you, kind but the distorted. camera's not really, not really right. yeah, it's, like, right. really distorted. Yeah. It was a really, it's a cool shot, and then they just, like, the two of them are staring at each other, and it's, yeah. like, half slow-mo, right. like, yeah. the way he uses silence
1: in that scene, too, Instant. it's incredible. Yeah, it's, it just slows everything down, and you feel like you're just, like fatigued like you're actually just like tired and you're just there but i mean that scene was just like right. very very intense and i thought like it was his last fight at least in the movie right that was his last fight before yeah, going on he, re- he retired and it felt it. kind of like because the way it finishes is that he doesn't go down mm-hmm. Lamotta, but he still loses even though he didn't and he go down he was like down. the champion fighter too right. so that was like really impactful but that was like the victory for him he kept saying I didn't go down I didn't go down I didn't go down mm-hmm. after the fight so it feels like okay technically you lost but for for the character he doesn't feel right. like he lost but then but where I the think movie he... goes after that it's like you obviously lost right? right you lost a lot more than just that fight yeah.
0: I would go as, as far as to argue that he does think he lost there right. but he won't admit it like the, right. his whole character is like he never in, takes responsibility yeah. never like will like have his own blame on himself so oh, he like yeah. will come up with these things yeah, right. to be like right. oh well, I didn't I didn't go down right. like, it's which all was a all constant of his...
1: thing of like making things up like when he's just uh, totally attacks Joey for sleeping with Vicky his wife and mm-hmm. then goes and he's like constantly paranoid about her doing you know things no cheat. with <laughs> right, <laughs> cheating with yeah. his friends and his enemies and I think it was just like you're just like why is he so paranoid? Like where is all this aggression coming from? Like, you're it gets to the point where he's like literally attacking his own brother, like in front of his brother's family, and you're like, yeah, yeah. he didn't do that. Like you, like I mean, did you think he did sleep with Vicky, Joey? I think she, I think she did. Really? I think yeah. Yeah, I
0: think she when the, when they were in was, the bathroom together. Yeah, and he's like holding her. She's yeah. like, what do you want me to say? Like uh, that I like did all this stuff. Yeah,
1: and like I think that was her like kind of right. admitting that she yeah. did. I still was, like, unsure because I was, like, maybe she's just saying it, like, just maybe. just for him because she knows that that's what he wants her to say. Like, that's, like, she he's basically, like, forcing her to say that. But, yeah, either way, I thought it was, like, very intense that there's literally no one in his life that he trusts. There's no one in his life that he feels comfortable enough with besides – I mean, Joey's the, you know, the person closest to him, mm-hmm. the person that he trusts the most. And then in the end, their relationship is kind of, you know – Left in shambles a little bit, especially towards the very end where he sees Joey and he tries to talk to him and he's just like, Yeah, okay. Like, Joey's like, Okay, like, what do you want? Yeah, like, and I said he didn't call him
0: in two days. I don't think he ever did, right? No, so, yeah, yeah. Again, that just shows like the. Right. His whole life really falls in shambles. It's yeah. like it's just a classic like tragedy arc. Right. Like, he starts from the top yeah. and just falls to the bottom. Yeah. And he's left with nothing. Yeah. Like, and he um, doesn't.
1: I mean, it's not necessarily set up that way from the. I mean, you know, because a good portion of the movie is him winning fights and, you know, mm-hmm. it, there's always the struggle aspect, but not necessarily that he's, like, falling apart. But then there was a clear, you know, like, drop-off from things getting, like, slightly and slightly worse to, like, just, like, every scene. It was, like, just, there, like, this man's life could not possibly get any worse. I mean, like, right. he's gained weight. He's lost his wife. You know, he can't even afford to post bail for his charges. I mean, it's just, like... Right. And it's a very interesting parallel how he sets up his personal
0: life versus like boxing and I think that's a really interesting thing too and we'll get into that too Um, some of the other scenes that were really cool I thought I thought the the scene where he breaks down in the jail cell at the end mm-hmm. that really encapsulates oh, everything that yeah. he was going through and where he just beats up the wall like that was yeah, and, it's like, yeah. That, and that that's was just intense. like
1: one super long take from him getting thrown in there mm-hmm. to kind of like there's a moment where he's processing it and you're not sure what's going to happen and then he just starts attacking the wall And he starts banging his head into the wall, and you're just like, oh my god. And then he sits down, and there was just like a really long time of him just sitting there, kind of like in the shadow of this prison cell, and just like, here we are, you know, like this is like that's like his ring now, is like just Mm -hmm. this prison cell that it's like he's been reduced to, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, it's kind of interesting too. It's almost like representational, like. He, the whole movie, he's fighting with other people. He's mm-hmm. blaming other people for his mistakes, like yeah. Joey and his wife right. and all these people. Right. And he beats them up for it. Right. But then, why, when he gets into the cell and he's by himself, he has no one else to blame but himself. So mm-hmm. he's beating the wall. Right. And he's just hurting himself through it. Right. It's almost like he's fine. That's like him right. physically representing right. like how he's taking blame. Like yeah. he's like hitting himself yeah, for it. I think
1: that's totally it's, spot on. Yeah, right. Because, because, it was just like so, totally. Because <laughs> all these fights cool. leading up to the last fight he has something to fight for and then by this last fight he's lost Joey he might as well have lost Vicky I mean they're still together and it's right before they Mm. move to Miami I think but she's I mean their relationship is just terrible so he has nothing left to fight for and it kind of goes to show that it's this person who like you know doesn't have a lot of motivation necessarily like from himself it's more like the people around him that give him the anger I guess it's not necessarily motivation but that motivate him to fight and then by this last fight there's nothing left and he's kind of just defeated like by himself so it's like this character who's you know gone lengths to prove that he doesn't need anyone for anything and yet for him to have a successful boxing career, he kind of does need the people in his life right. for better or for worse,
0: you know? Yeah, and I don't think that's something he realizes until it's, like, far too late. Until
1: he's punching the wall in the cell, and yeah, he's like, yeah. okay, yeah. I didn't realize, but now I've lost everything, so... Yeah,
0: because after that, he breaks down, and yeah. that's just really... Besides the only... Well, there's one other time he breaks down, but that was right. really him realizing what
1: he's right. done in his life. And, and that was he- also an interesting... I know we, like, kind of talked about that for a second where he was told he had to throw that fight and then Mm -hmm. he did throw it and then he was in the locker room crying after, like, profusely. Right. And, yeah, I wasn't kind of sure what was going on there. Uh, I wasn't sure of the purpose of why he threw the fight. Right. But I mean, but he did. He did a bad job of throwing it, which is why he ended up getting suspended after that. Right. We saw the newspaper saying, you know suspended for whatever the reason was but i think the reason was because um was because he did such a bad job i mean it was so obvious that he was just letting the other guy win you know right and um such intense highs and lows but you know you never really get any um release there's never any i forget that word but <laughs> there's no like release from all of this tension there's no release from his kind of world it just it starts at a level which is not necessarily highs you know there's there's that one sequence of color film of him touring from detroit to new yeah, york which is another or, interesting scene i thought it was really interesting and kind of such a contrast to the black and white i so did not see that coming that sequence in color yeah, that i was yeah, right. like you're very taken back and then and then that seemed to me like the climax of the movie, in terms of his happiness and fulfillment, it was like he's going from mm-hmm. place to place. He's with his brother. He's with Vicky. He's like happy-ish, and you see him swimming with it, you know. And that's the only kind of sense of joy you get out of his character, you know.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, that that was definitely the peak of probably everything. He was yeah. winning fights. Things right. were good with his his girlfriend and right. his then wife and his yeah. relationship with his brother. And I guess. That's shown through the color. It's yeah. like his life is so colorful and right. like happy. Right. Because um, I think that does kind of contrast at the end. Then when he's in the cell, yeah. and it's like very black and white. Like it's yeah. like you. There's only yeah. like shadows, and oh, he's like yeah. he's in the shadow. That was like you can't really even see his face. Intense. Yeah. There's so like I could see that. There's being
1: light like, coming in from the window, but it's hitting just like a little bit of his arm. It's not even showing. You know any part of his face or body. You know, and you're just like kind of you're in the slums with him. Like you're there. You know. So. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. But yeah, some other scenes that were really cool.
0: Um, and not cool, but uh, impactful, I would say. Uh, yeah. There's an opening earlier on in his house uh, when he asked Pesci to, or like Joey, to yeah. uh, punch him in the yeah.
1: face. Oh, my God. He's like, forget about it. <laughs> yeah. And he just keeps right. <laughs> then, Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to do it. Like, why yeah. am I going to do it? And then he does it, and I forget even what, if there was a point that he was trying to prove in there. You know, yeah, I, think like, I don't know why, what made him want to do that. Right. I don't really understand yeah, I'm the still not sure. of why he would make yeah. him do that. Right, after having this big fight with his wife and then who, you know, shortly after that scene is just gone from the movie, never to yeah, come back again. I was again. kind of confused for a second. It was like a was very like, quick oh. cut. I was like, I, she's gone? All right, we're just going with it. Like, what's going on now, you know? But yeah, I is, didn't yeah. even realize that Joey was his brother until... You know, like a decent way in when he mentions something about it. I thought it meant
0: like you're my brother, like not right. like a real brother. Right. <laughs> because it's
1: obvious that he's like his manager, kind of coach-ish. But you never really, until he says it, you're like, okay, they're brothers now. Like I get it. And then um, Joey's character was also really interesting, you know, and he like goes really far to support his brother, and he's beating up sal i think his name was at the club when he sees mm-hmm. him with vicky yeah um, you, i mean
0: you can definitely see the parallel between the right. relationship like what right. they have similar yeah. anger definitely issues from the same family <laughs> definitely right. have
1: the same genes definitely, exactly yeah. but um and those characters were also interesting too like sal and his gang of people you never really kind of dropped off from the movie i guess it was after joey fought them all at that club and then they kind of have their like they apologize to each other um, mm-hmm. at that cafe with that right. party, kind of mediating this conversation but <laughs> and then uh, Jake never or he doesn't find out really that what happened I guess they were kind of like lying to him about Vicky being there with Sal until later on when he forces it out of them which mm-hmm. causes much more drama but, right yeah. no, that's very true yeah. um, what I do want
0: to talk about is like Scorsese and how he uses like certain things in his film to mm-hmm. like draw more attention to it or like emphasize a certain yeah. feeling or emotion like yeah. the way they use slow motion and it's not like yeah. full slow motion no, but it's like it's a not. very subtle right. like right. 70% speed yeah. kind of thing yeah. and it, it's very good it's like yeah. they'll see like you'll see De Niro looking at someone and then like it'll be right. slowed down and right. like you're given just a little bit more yeah. attention as
1: put towards it yeah especially in that scene we were talking about that last fight scene where you're going from those slow-mos of him slow-mos of Sugar Ray and you're going back and forth and you're just like that was like really just like kind of like very intense very Mm. intense use. and the slow motion is like a perfect way of capturing just like his facial expressions and like what could possibly be going through his mind but it's so nice that Scorsese gives you that extra moment to just kind of, like, take in what's going on because it makes a huge exactly. difference. Yeah. And
0: it's, it's something that I didn't see exactly, like, coming in the film. Like, I thought it was felt very, like, realistic right. to me, and then right. all of a sudden these, like, surreal moments would come in occasionally, yeah. and, you're yeah. it, like, it, it would make you pay attention to it more and, right. like, make you react stronger right. to it. Because
1: it's a total change in the momentum. I guess another slow-motion sequence was Sal coming into the club, and it just kind of, like, slows it down, and you kind of... Like same way in goodfellas where it just feels like really like mobsters just like coming in just like a presence and you just get even like a second or two to just be like okay whoo, mm-hmm. here's the setting like here's what's going on you know and stress the importance of those characters in those scenes yeah,
0: yeah exactly and then also just the way he uses like silence mm. is like that's like something that goes on between a lot of scorsese's movies mm-hmm. but i think the way they use it in this one is yeah. like definitely the best right. it's it's really cool. It, like, a lot of it was in the boxing scenes where yeah. they would, like, cut a lot of the sound out. But right. some other ones, like, right after the match, he's looking in the mirror, and he has the cut on his face. Yeah. And they take away all the sound. Right. And you're just, like, you—it's so self-reflective. Like, he's just looking yeah. in the mirror. He's, like, yeah. realizing what's happened. But it's, like, they cut the sound away. Yeah. And it takes all the way—all the other elements, like, that's happening and right. makes you, like, focus right. on that
1: one right. moment. Yeah. Which is
0: really cool. It's, yeah. like— because, because silence is very underutilized I feel like a lot, yeah. in a lot of movies today right
1: because now we're like so desensitized if there's not like one second of like so, you know if there's any silence it's like it's not gonna yeah. it's not boring it makes you appreciate yeah. what's going on it's I think like,
0: filmmakers almost feel like they're gonna bore the audience or right. like they're gonna lose their attention
1: if no, they cut away things it's totally the opposite where you know the absence of sound actually makes you pay attention because you're like okay what's going on Why you know you're like it's mm-hmm. a ch- it's such a contrast in the movie that you ha- you have no other choice but to pay attention and be like right. okay it's quiet like what's going on you know yeah
0: like lets you breathe it lets you focus on what the moment really right. is and if, right. when there's like music and stuff that's yeah. dictating what your emotion you're supposed to feeling like, it yeah. almost takes away from it it right. feels Like a movie. Right. But when there's silence, it makes you feel like you can relate to the characters almost better, I think. Right,
1: right. Um, Because those are the few moments where, as an audience member, you actually get a chance to make meaning of your own from yourself, you know, because it's not like you said. There's no music to dictate emotion. There's no dialogue to dictate emotion. There's silence. And then you have to actually think about why is there silence? What does this mean? You know, And mm -hmm. everybody's going to experience that differently. But those moments of silence in the movie were like... Very Definitely needed, especially the dialogue the way it was, which was very intense conversations, a lot of cursing, a lot of just, like, intense things going on. And the silence is a huge contrast to that, which I think stood out. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And also the way he uses violence.
1: I yeah. think is something we should talk about. Yeah, it's, 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 it's brutal. I mean, there yeah. were many
0: moments in the film where we were both like, yeah, like, like looking you, away. Yeah, like you camera. had to look away because you <laughs> yeah. getting
1: close-ups of just like blood, blood gushing out of out. like right, <laughs> like, and not, I didn't even know like that that was possible to have blood just I don't like think, I don't know if it squir- is. It's right. almost
0: like exaggerated on purpose. Yeah. Like, you
1: know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Totally, but some of those shots are, like noses and then the eye yeah. shots, and it was just like yeah, and hard like, it like the audience with blood at one point. Yeah, that was yeah, the to like the next level I was like oh yeah.
0: my god it's really yeah. intense and it, yeah. it really draws more attention to it again like oh, it's definitely. just like
1: yeah it's, it's not like gratuitous I feel right. like it's, it's purposeful right like, and it's not so overdone that you're like sick of it every time it happened throughout the film you're <laughs> yeah. still like you oh my god. god right yeah. he like, you're still stop like, like stop yeah. doing this. right, <laughs> yeah, right. so it's not like violence beyond necessity it's like every scene that had that much violence needed it and even if it was hard to look at, you understood why it was there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oof. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's, there's many scenes that are really good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, we can start moving into some more deeper discussion points. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to say, so th- this movie, they treat their wives pretty poorly, right. not, and it's not just yeah. Jake; it's also Joey, and yeah. really yeah. all the women are pretty horribly yeah. treated in this yeah. film. I, I'm curious what you think. Do you think that a director has to take responsibility for that kind of thing like do you think as a director you're always slightly taking like a bias towards that like you're almost advocating Mm. for that kind of thing Mm. or can he make can Scorsese make a film and be separate from how the characters treat their wives in this film like Mm. do you think Scorsese is at all responsible or do you think you can separate the director this is a piece of art and these characters are horrible people and you can recognize that without
1: advocating for it. A good question. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, as a director, you take deliberate choices and every little thing is a choice that you make. You know, there's nothing out there that hasn't been thought about. So I think there's a reason for that, like the quick vanishing of Jake's first wife, you know, and you're just like, okay, and the obvious mm-hmm. terrible treatment of Vicky that seemed almost, like, very unnecessary and without, like, any grounds. I definitely think that... He probably wanted to show, you know, that these guys are just ruthless and don't care. And, at, you know, I mean, in the end, Vicky kind of does have the victory where she takes the kids and she does finally leave him. And you have, I mean, that was like a quick thing. Okay, that's right. Yeah. I mean, but a lot of movies have that. And it's not necessarily a victory, her leaving him. It's not like it's like Yeah, a but she's to go through yeah, that for 16 Yeah, it's like for good reasons. It's mm-hmm. because things got so bad that she had to. So that's, that's kind of like an empty victory. I mean, this movie right. was definitely very, like, male-oriented. Like, the strongest female lead. And mm-hmm. even her part was, like, very... It was very deliberate, but still not a lot of dialogue, you know, and you just see her mm-hmm. taking hits for everything she does, and it's a lot of criticism and but I think in terms of the themes of the movie, which is just like insane aggression and kind of like illogical thinking, I mean it does kind of parallel to that you know it's like it's not like you're gonna have these brutal guys who are like boxing all day who are gonna come home and be like. To their wives, it would be nice if it was like that. But for the sake of their characters, at least for Jake, you know, he had to be like that in order for it to match who his character was in the movie. You know, yeah, that's fair. But yeah, I mean, definitely didn't need to see Vicky get knocked out like that. That seemed a little <laughs> yeah. Racist. But it mean, does send <laughs> but, a message. It just right, show how right. like, he ruthless care.
0: the character is and yeah. like how immoral no, he really yeah. is. So I could see that. Yeah. I um, so a follow up question then. Yeah. Do you think because this movie came out in 1980, and yeah. things were slightly different back then, mm-hmm. and like uh, some of the issues that we regard now about like women and stuff that are in this film, right, w- maybe wouldn't have been talked about as much in right. 1980, right. So, do you think? Because I've done this a lot on the show. I think when I look back at old movies, as mm-hmm. I judge them a little bit
1: mm-hmm.
0: like differently than someone would have when the movie came out. Right. Do you think it's fair to do that now? This is a little side. Kind of, this is definitely sidetracking, but just like no, 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 I think it's a good question.
1: I think. It or somewhat we judge depends. judge like... Well, I don't know. It's hard not to judge it just because of like the politics of today, and I definitely think that if it's to serve the purpose of the movie and the message that the movie is trying to convey, right, then I understand that it's hard not to judge, but to just try and see from the perspective of the director why, mm-hmm. you know, because they're not making choices to be sexist or to be, you know, like... They're making choices because that's you know the character the character development and what the movie is trying to say right i mean i yeah. don't think it's it's uh purposefully trying to put anyone down
0: you know right and i, I feel like it is almost a little bit unfair because it's say, someone is saying this like 39 years ago mm. whenever this came out so mm. like that's what he said then you right. know if Scorsese he had could talk now right. about what it is now then right. he'd probably have a different response right. so it may be a little bit unfair yeah. to be like Oh, it's like, hard. the women were yeah. treated fairly enough in this movie,
1: or, like, right. they didn't have enough lines or whatever. Right, like, right. But yeah. I definitely think that is an important critique of the movie. It's, like, just... Right. Um, but Goodfellas, which I'm not sure if it came out before or after Raging I the after. I think it was after. Right. I think it's 1990. Right, because obviously that's a very different movie, same director, but in that movie you see that the wives of all the men are close, and they kind of hang out, and they have their own... Like circle, and they mm-hmm. spend time together, and they kind of empower each other, which sends a very different message than this one, where every—I mean, it's only really Vicky and you know his first wife, and then Joey's couple wife, I guess, right—and yeah. then a couple girls at the end. But there's like really no, like there's—they don't really. All those characters are individual. They they don't have each other to like, you know, um help empower each other. So it's very kind of, well, you know, I just corner these like characters individually and put mm-hmm. them down and it was yeah. yeah and in Goodfellas
0: too There, I think there's a section where she takes over as narrator like yeah. the wife does yeah. so that's kind of interesting yeah. it's like that is in there right. and maybe that is part of the times right. or maybe that was just like a stylistic choice yeah. that happened to be made but right. um it would be kind of interesting. Uh, I know this is very much a character study of right. like Jake's character, and right. it's based on his memoir. But it would be interesting to see more of Vicky's side, right. to see like what she was going through yeah. more. Right. Because really,
1: right. you're never really seeing any scene no. with without Jake. Of in it. course. Like, Jake not. is always right. there with her. Right. Um, and I think one thing about that is that you know it does make you realize. I mean, I keep thinking about it, and Jake is really the only character that ha- that to me. Stands out at all, you know, Joey's like next up, but even him everyone else kind of fades away and you kind of you're You're kind of like bombarded with just the selfishness of his character of Jake's character and just how he doesn't really Care about anything else that's going on around him. His only motivation is to push everyone away and so the individualization of all the other characters and their treatment in the movie especially Vicky you know it just further's that sense of like this is just about him like nobody else is like being kind of like prior- prioritized yeah. in this movie <laughs> you know yeah not, like, yeah
0: yeah so yeah but that, i mean that's not that's yeah i it would be interesting to see but i do like that they focus so much on his character right. and like the complexity right. and i do want to talk about like the idea that they're kind of bringing up here is like there's two lives he's basically living—one mm-hmm. in the home life and mm-hmm. one on the ring, right. like, fighting. But right. I think they're way more connected than these scenes are oh, showing, yeah. and they, they, the, the way they're edited together, um, it shows a lot of parallels between the two. <laughs> right? It's which, amazing, right? Because it goes back <laughs> and
1: forth. It's you never have two fight scenes in a row or. I mean, there might have been two like personal life scenes in a row, yeah. but it always felt like it was switching back and forth. Yeah,
0: but they're they're almost like scenes too, right, like where the right. like shot, they're like stitched ver, together, shot. We're stitched together, yeah, right. which is interesting, which is
1: amazing. I mean, stylistically, it's like really incredible because you're just going back and forth, and by the end of the movie, you feel kind of like beaten just by having to like go through all that, just mm-hmm. like you know, relentless violence, and then in his home life, seeing that there isn't any separation he can't separate you know his life in the ring from his life at home and that's ultimately the reason why he loses everything right but you would think that someone who's so motivated who can't even separate the two would just make them even stronger as you know a boxer but for him his inability to separate the two is what kind of causes his downfall i think right right
0: yeah no i agree and it's 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 interesting because it's like, as at the beginning of the film, he's a very successful boxer and things are like fine. And so that way he's not super angry Mm -hmm. once he meets this new girl. He's happy and everything. He's not like physically abusing her emotionally. Everything's good. Yeah. And there's the whole montage and everything's good and like things are happy. Right. But then as soon as he starts worsening as a boxer, like gaining weight and like suddenly start not doing as well and eventually he loses, right. That's when he starts like taking it out on his wife. It's like. It's it's like very interesting. It's like this man has anger, yeah, and he be, almost became a boxer to ha-
1: have that be his outlet. Right, like, it's his outlet, but it's almost he like that, he has he such has no an outlet. excess of these emotions and of the anger that he can't stop once he leaves the ring, and that's kind of what made me feel like I wanted to know more of of why, like why is he like this? Because if it's if he has if he's so driven and so like feels so strongly, you know. Then, what happened so that, like, to make him that way so that he couldn't even stop when it was, like, mm. time to stop? Like, when the bell rung, he right. was still, like, his, nothing changes in his right. mind.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I will say, though, I kind of don't want to see the explanation. No. Because <laughs> no, <for so. laughs> I feel like, though, it's like, it's almost like by not showing it, it's relating to everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, I can look at this. Right. And, like, everybody has right. a sort of anger. Right. And his outlet is the ring. And, like, it's 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 almost like an ex- exploration on like how humans are like right. everyone has anger mm-hmm. and does he take that out on like the people he loves in his life or can you find an outlet like I didn't think about that it's kind of no, interesting no that's
1: really interesting and I feel like if they yeah.
0: had included a childhood scene where
1: like his dad abused him and that's right. why he's angry all right. the time it's like. Oh. In certain ways, more people can relate to that because maybe that was their situation. But in a lot of other ways, leaving it objective like that, leaving out that backstory, makes it applicable to everyone because it's just the raw emotion.
0: Exactly. It's, yeah, yeah. it's like if he was a kid, like right. I, like if you went abused by your dad, like right. you're going to be like, oh, well, he was abused by his dad. Like you're not going right. to relate to it anymore. Right. You're going to be like, oh, he had a bad like, a traumatic childhood right. and that's why he became the way he is. Right. But now – there's nothing like that right. so
1: anybody could be right. jake you know and you know this is like my personal experience watching the movie but because you just jump into like during the middle of his life i didn't i wasn't jumping to those conclusions of like what happened before mm-hmm. because you kind of just put here and things start moving mm-hmm. and i never was really like oh well what must have happened you know but i was thinking god this character is like so insane you know and like mm-hmm. I yeah I, I didn't think yeah. about that. That's yeah, really like interesting. That. Yeah, I do like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah I
0: saw that. Yeah, but yeah. no, I think that's just yeah. I think that's very interesting, and it's mm-hmm. it's like it makes the movie more impactful because right. you're not given a backstory. You're right. you're you're forced to empathize with him because he is the main character. Right. And so like even when you find out his wife is cheating on him, yeah, and all this stuff, yeah. I empathize with him yeah. still, like I, yeah. I feel bad for him, like right. I, like it doesn 't justify yeah. the way he reacts about it, yeah. it doesn 't justify his actions beforehand, no. but I, I feel for him, and right. I feel like you wouldn 't have had that no. if you weren't as related like right. if you didn 't relate right. to him as much right. I uh, agree
1: totally
0: um, yeah, so I, I wrote down earlier in the movie when his wife, when he first finds out his wife 's cheated mm-hmm. that up until that point, I do think ultimately he is a worse person, mm-hmm. but up until that point, who do you think is more in the wrong? because he like kind of abused her right. and there was a lot of stuff that went wrong yeah and but she also did cheat on him with every guy in the street or right. whatever she was right, saying right, right. yeah we're, we're gonna assume that I guess you did cheat yeah. on him I guess there's a possibility that yeah, like, maybe no, she was uh, yeah right. I'm there but, with you now <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah what do you think do you think God, uh,
1: no yeah are they both just shitty people <laughs> yeah well it's hard because you don't ever get that much backstory to Vicky right but Because Jake's character is obviously just so much stronger and in your face all the time, um, I felt like Vicky was more of a tool just to further Jake's character and to right, like it's a case study Mm -hmm. and her role in the movie and her character only takes it to another level of who he is. So I don't think I was ever really thinking about who's worse, only like Vicky's in here and she's helping us kind of like see even more levels to jake and you know even someone who seemed like she was so good for him and he was so happy right but like still couldn't give him what he needed which who knows what he needed i have no idea right like what was missing that would have made him you know better as a person and i think that's why it's easy to empathize with him because you're like I don't know what would help, but, like, I hope that there's something, but you just seem so helpless that it's hard not to kind of empathize. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting.
0: Huh. I didn't really think about it that way. That's interesting. Do you think that the wife, like, or Vicky, or, do you think that she was like this? Like, a person who was capable of cheating and, like, being so like disrespectful well, the, or whatever to her I husband? Mean, or yeah. did he create her that way? Like, did he right. make her, like, toxic like that?
1: I think at least from my, like, experience watching the movie, it felt like their relationship like their meeting and their whole the the way things started was so mm-hmm. casual and kind of right. just happened you know like they're at the pool and he goes and he says who's that right and then Joey calls her over and he Jake right. asks her if right. she wants to go for a ride right and then they're golfing and things kind of just happen and then you know very fast from sequence to sequence and then they're just together right so it's like such a casual thing that just kind of happened that it's hard to see you know like I mean, for me, it felt like uh, like there wasn't an enormous amount of significance in their relationship just because things happen so fast and because, obviously, Scorsese doesn't want to make it about them and their relationship exclusively, right. right? So he couldn't really, like, take a lot of time in the movie to emphasize that. Stays focused on the boxing, and their relationship kind of just continues to further him. So in terms of her character, I never felt like I had enough information to kind of, like, piece together... The type of person that she was and if she was capable of cheating which is why i think i was so unsure like did she or did she not i don't know because right. it still seemed kind of vague you know like what she was capable of doing mm-hmm. but
0: and it could be that fact that like jake is just unsure himself like if right. it, this is based on his memoir right. maybe he doesn't like he was shocked too like he's like i didn't realize this person was capable of doing this to
1: yeah. me like kind of thing like i mean that's that could- kind of the vibe i was getting was like he's just putting all this stuff on her without any real evidence. I mean, there was some things, like, she was with the other guys, right? But it was never, like, explicitly, like, she's cheating. Mm -hmm. And so you feel his paranoia, and you understand where he's coming from, but... Right. But again, like... It's it's easy to empathize with empathize
0: yeah. with him in that one yeah. scenario, but right. he also did cheat on his wife with her at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, so he
1: brings her to <laughs> his house, and he's like calling out yeah. his wife's name, asking if she's home. And you go, oh no, she's not home, or maybe she's in the shower. I don't know. And that, I mean, right? right. Like yeah. that was uh, it. Plays into his selfishness for right. sure,
0: because it's like he is allowed to be immoral, but when right. she's immoral and cheats on him right. then it's not okay and that you whole know, scene
1: where he like comes and makes her sit on his lap and I'm like is the <laughs> wife home like she's just gonna walk like he doesn't care yeah. at all and she was so disinterested too that right. whole scene was just like ooh right like, it was right. A, yeah and but that's yeah. really there is really only that one long scene with the wife where she makes him food and he's upset and they get into a huge fight and then She's there, witnesses him and Joey have their interaction where Jake tries to get him to punch him. They sit down and they talk about how he needs to go on tour and do more fights and stuff. And Joey's the one who kind of says, you can't be doing this anymore. Like, so that brings up the question kind of, was it completely Jake's decision and his selfishness or was he kind of just trying to listen, heed his brother's advice and be like, okay, like obviously this is not working. But you never know because the outside of that scene, you never even hear about the first wife again.
0: Yeah, it's just two years pass and right. she's gone and he's with the other yeah. girl. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, it's almost like the whole movie, every action that Vicky has is almost to further Jake's character. I yeah. feel like, at least for a lo- large part of it. Yeah, and it's by the end, I think, when she decides to leave him, I feel like yeah. that's like her first decision that she makes, right? Not influenced by him. Like right. he is ac- genuinely taken aback by it, right? Because she says it all the time, but like this is the first time she's yeah. actually like doing it. No, you know? I think like, that's
1: a really important point because. Once Vicky came in, my first reaction was, He's gonna become a bad fighter now because he's with her, right because he's so taken up with her and who she is and stuff, which isn't necessarily the case, but there is that scene where she comes over and he's like, "Oh, I don't want to do anything like I can't do anything before a fight right? Right, and he right, like, right, right and that whole sequence and so it's- but then they i mean i don't know whatever happens happen you know but <laughs> but um he was kind of like trying to like protect himself from her and did see her as like a threat to his Boxing career, you know, I think a little bit right like she 's going to be a distraction or whatever, and mm. that the fight that immediately followed that scene he did lose or he was like getting really badly beaten up, so I was thinking oh okay she 's going to have a negative effect on his life from here on out, right, and she kind of does not you know like purposefully, but it's just kind of the way things happen right where you know she comes in and then their fights lead to his boxing career going kind of like down and then he finds out she's cheating right and it's like chain of events and then Mm -hmm. she leaves him and then next thing you know he's in jail and it's just like it, it you can't help but feel like she did kind of like or at least the relationship between those two characters Right, and then they're at the pool at his house, and they're talking to the reporters. And she's so obviously unhappy, and she's a al- She's like blatantly lying to the guy, saying it's so nice that he's home and he can spend time with the kid. It's like okay, we get it. Like you're miserable, and <laughs> then she leaves, and it's like okay, and that's when he really like hits rock bottom. In yeah. So
0: I think yeah, for her it was the opposite trajectory that he was going in. You know, mm. it's like that was her first like redemption. You know, that right. was like her finally she's yeah. independent of him yeah. and like can live a better life because yeah. of it. And it just spirals him into a further oblivion that he was already going towards. Yeah. Like
1: it's, yeah. yeah. But, like, was he on that track regardless, or did she really play a part in his character's decline? I don't know.
0: I f- he was definitely already on that track. Yeah. I feel like, but I think she did further that. Yeah, but again, it's it not her fault for that. No, like, it's not. Like, he's right. not a person you should that you should like deserves redemption like that. And if for her to go through that, like yeah. she deserves better. Right. And so I think she has the right to do that. Yeah. And even if she does further or make him worse right. because of it, like yeah. I think she has the right to do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's um, really interesting.
0: Yeah. So for a while, before before they end up breaking up, they stay together. Mm-hmm. And after they find out they cheated, what are what are, you, what are you just, your thoughts on that? Just like, do you think that's a good or bad thing? Like, and why did they stay together? Like, they just kind of like she was about to move out, and right. then she drops the clothes, and they hug. And yeah. After that, they kind of stay together for like several more years. Yeah. Was I it mean, they were trying to make it work, God. or they were just trying to make it
1: work for public image? You I know? mean, I think. I don't think Jake's character was one to care much about public image. I do feel like whatever connection they had, maybe on Jake's part, him feeling like she was the one keeping things together for him somehow, Mm -hmm. because I don't think he was the type of character who could have felt like he was keeping himself together, right? Like, it's so obvious that everyone around him who's, like, going such far lengths to look out for him and make sure he's okay, and he definitely recognize that she was a big part of his somewhat sanity and being okay right Mm -hmm. um but i mean i think it's just also like just unhealthy relationships tend to be that way it is kind of like endurance like it's like this
0: marriage just lasts and it's like people make mistakes and you have to work through these kind of things in a marriage and it's interesting that they. Made, like it was yeah. obviously it's based on his memoir, but it's it's, it's interesting that they had just, they had right. them stay together, right?
1: And, and things, are, I mean, the scene right before she leaves is him making out with these like super young underage girls, and like oh, yeah. you see Jeez. that he, ha- you see that by the time she splits, he has no respect for their marriage. She obviously doesn't either and it's kind of like by the time that happens things are so far down just like in the dumps that you're like okay you know you don't feel like it's not like another movie i don't know can't think of an example but where you know the couple splits and you really feel it this was just kind of like okay like i felt My so good. numb <laughs> to everything that i was mm-hmm. like yeah if anything it's for the best i guess but so much has happened by that point that you're like, oh, right. there it, she goes. It, at least from
0: Jake's perspective, you're like right. numb. It's right. like by the time you're in the, the jail cell, I was just like I felt yeah. nothing. like I, felt, I felt, like felt like I was just nothing. like heavy.
1: Like really yeah, like I was it was just like his whole Yeah, everything's gone. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, not a lot of movies can have that impact on you, like really, where you just like feel for that character that much where you just like, you know, but it I guess the way Scorsese organized the movie and just, you know, the plot all together made it so that you were so involved and just there that you kind of felt what jake felt at least i felt really strongly like i was experiencing everything and like mm-hmm. whatever he's going through like yeah I feel for you, you know yeah it's i applaud him for making a
0: memoir honestly yeah. of this because it doesn't put him in a positive light right. at all no and it's interesting that he chose to like share this experience yeah. of his life i definitely feel like this
1: you know, Probably you, some interesting history behind that.
0: Like, yeah, so you do empathize him to an extent. Like right. by the end, you, I at least through Scorsese's film, like yeah. you feel the yeah. emptiness he feels, yeah. and you feel
1: how awful that is. But at the end of the day, he's still kind of a bad person. Right. Right. And that's I think the talent of Scorsese is he's not in any way trying to you know make a good image out of mm-hmm. characters or out of these stories. Right. He's telling it really how it is, and like it's so raw that that's why it has such an effect is because he's not trying to make it happy there's no happy ending he's not trying to like make you feel you know like a lot other than just sadness and kind of like emptiness and empathize with the characters you know I mean I think that's why his movies are so powerful is because it's just very raw and very real yeah and it feels very unbiased to yeah.
0: me too like it, like it feels very well rounded like yeah. they you empathize with him, but you also realize, like, the things he's doing is wrong right. for a lot of it. So yeah. if it, it, it doesn't really take a side. It's, no. very, it's very impressive, yeah. honestly. Yeah, very um, objective. Yeah, I'm curious overall. if his memoir maybe was almost put in, in a more positive light or right. something, and Squirrel says right. he had to, like, dial it yeah. back or something. I wouldn't be surprised if he
1: did. No, I'd be interested to see kind of, like, the changes. Yeah. Um, do you have any points on that you, you want to say? Yeah, no, I'm, like, you're like looking ran, back at my, my notes, down. and they're not as as well i just i wrote down that the cinematography was really interesting and they mm-hmm. had these like yeah. quick shots a lot of the times in the ring at least it's very interesting very uh-huh. unique like i've never seen kind of, i mean there's not a lot of like well known boxing movies but it still seemed very you have these quick shots and you have these aerials kind of of them fighting and you just yeah the it's the way a lot of it you feel like you're just getting battered around and like going yeah. around the ring and up against the walls and stuff and it's just like i thought those scenes were really interesting stylistically he had like the signs for like round three round Mm -hmm. four and then other things like newspapers just ways of conveying settings with like these one you know it would come up yeah right which i thought was really interesting and kind of cool and different and just he uses you know like we talked about the the silence and then the slow motion and like there's enough stylistic elements that stand out that make you pay attention and that make you more involved right and i think as a director it is kind of your duty to you have to give the audience enough to work with so that you're pulling them in right right um yeah yeah. it's it's it's
0: very cool i feel like this movie of all the scorsese movies i've seen i've only seen like five or so but i feel like this it seems the most stylistic to me like yeah at least I noticed more right. of the slow motion and more of like the violence and all this stuff that he includes a lot of the stylistic elements like mm. the newspapers and stuff like yeah. it all seemed very more in your face and yeah. I don't know, maybe that yeah. was because it's I an older film because this yeah. might
1: be the oldest one I've seen yeah. by him but well, even uh, you know like Taxi Driver Goodfellas all the, I mean they are like incredible big stories huge timelines and stuff but there was something about Raging Bull that felt kind of like he took a moment in time really like delved into like every aspect of it you know Mm -hmm. and it wasn't such a huge storyline like goodfellas it's like it's like so long and it's so much going on right but this you could really take in and be there for a lot of it you didn't feel like you were lost at all
0: yeah no yeah it it felt very much like in with him on the journey like going through this yeah and while it is like 16 years it does feel more narrowed right because i think it's because they focus so much on his one character that you can connect with him more, and you see the, like, it's very more obvious yeah. the, like, transformation he goes Gosh. through,
1: I think. And then that last scene is just, like, so powerful. You just have, like, whatever's left of this man who's now, like, a comedian, I guess, you yeah, know? like a stand-up. And he's, like, sitting there <laughs> looking in the mirror, and he's trying to pump himself up, and then he's, like, you know, yeah, fake box- fighting. Yeah, he's yeah. doing the boxing stuff, like, he's warming up, and, yeah. you know, you get that sense of, like, we know who you were, and we know who you are now, and you just, it was very, like bleak mm-hmm. ending just kind of like damn all right yeah it's totally a change yeah it's it's kind of Complete sad to see that with whole no cathartic that was the word i was thinking. Of, no uh, yeah. cathartic ending no yeah just... yeah
0: yeah absolutely yeah. um to get step back a little bit yeah. how does you think this compares to other scorsese films that you've seen or right. other films that came around that right.
1: time like so Let's see. I've seen Goodfellas. I remember Wolf of Wall Street, as Scorsese oh, as yeah, know, yeah. and Taxi Driver. Taxi Driver is the one that stands out to me the most as similar mm-hmm. because of its character study and kind of focusing on, on one character, but obviously very different stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I've yet to see that one. We'll probably do it for the show. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Um, but um, yeah, I think it definitely stood out because a lot of his other movies at least you know goodfellas and wolf of wall street for sure is like they're just like huge you know they're long there's a lot of characters there's a lot to follow but this was just like very specific you felt very like zoomed into this one person's life and their that timeline of their life and I thought it definitely mm-hmm. stood out compared to his other ones just because you could really take in what was going on. It didn't feel yeah. completely chaotic, right? It was like... Yeah, was it was organized chaos organized chaos, ma- right. yeah. organized chaos <laughs> is a perfect description, I thought. Yeah, yeah. definitely.
0: Because I've, I've seen, like, Goodfellas <laughs> and uh, The Departed and, like, right. Silence, and all of these right. films are so epic and, yeah. like, grandiose. They're, and epics, they're, they're yeah. It, yeah. And they're, they're all so long, to, yeah. like, three hours right, to, like, right. most of his movies are like yeah. that, and, like, this one felt... Way more narrowed and way more... It was like a case study, literally, on just one person. And I really...
1: uh, I responded to that a lot better, I think. Definitely. And And I think it goes to show just his talent as a director to be able to, like, you know, change from doing these huge movies Mm -hmm. to being able to narrow down to one character like that. I think it's really cool and just, you know, shows how all the different things you can do, all the different aspects of film that you can take... Go from huge societal problems that involve many, many people to one person and their emotions and their lives. And really, you can feel, you know, the same amount of passion and emotion either way. Yeah. Is yeah,
0: Yeah. It's really cool. It is, it, I mean, he's very talented, and that's yeah. not something that's, like, we're not the first people saying <laughs> no, that. No, of course not. <laughs> but yeah. it's very, He yeah. it yeah, so it diff- All his yeah. films are different. Like, yeah. all the ones I just, like, listed off, and right. I'm, I'm sure Taxi Driver, too, like, they're yeah. all so different. And, oh, my God. And, like, like plot, and just, mm-hmm. like, the way that he handles them, and like, right. those, the themes
1: that go on throughout it, it's really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> but he does, he is good at, you know, using the same actors multiple times and still having them have, like, a crazy you know, the are huge differences in between right. them. Right? Yeah,
0: that's what's so cool too is different actors but by the end it didn't feel like De Niro. It doesn't feel like De Niro in yeah. any other film that he's been in. It no, doesn't feel, yeah, no,
1: it's... absolutely. I mean like, again, like for us, like, you know, we didn't grow up seeing his career go from, yeah, right, we're familiar so familiar with like, like Meet the, bad the Fockers De Niro and now. like, yeah, right? exactly. so it's like, I thought that was a really, I mean, it was really cool to see his career then versus yeah. now and just see his ability to like get into a character I mean like really felt like that was who he was it didn't feel like an actor it was like here's this boxer you know and he just seems so different and because I've never seen him like that aside from Taxi Driver where he's a bit but still I thought it was like it had a big impact on my experience watching it mm-hmm. I agree yeah this is definitely the best I've seen De Niro so yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh definitely yeah. by far um, yeah absolutely and then last question wrapping up do yeah. you, would you recommend this movie oh my god
1: <laughs> definitely of course I mean it's a little hard on the Uh, I mean, it's a little hard to watch at times. You Mm. have to look away. Even we had to look away, but definitely.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. This is a great movie. You guys go watch it. But you've already seen it, I guess. I'd watch it again. (laughs) I'd watch it again. That's a good question. Watch it again. Yeah, I would definitely re-watch it. For sure. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that kind of wraps it up for this episode. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, John. Yeah, totally. Yeah, cool. All right, so we'll have a new episode next week, next Saturday at 5. So look forward to that. All right, peace.